So welcome, Pathfinders, back to the Find the Path actual play podcast of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Nailed it that time. Nice, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't have, like, Heather staring at you waiting to correct you. <laughs> You're right, I didn't. In fact, we don't have Heather or Jordan either this time. Much as the last episode, we're trying out something a little different here. We're varying things up. As the two of them have already engaged in their own little mini side adventure, it is now ladies' night out with uh, Citra and Sagira. We go into a party. So when <laughs> when not when last we left off with you guys, since you'd actually heard the previous episode, which they have not, but when last we left off with our heroes here, they had had continued the battle through the House of Pantheru, had battled against the Uboski Swarm, had made their way out, and then through the half-dead city, or the dead half of the half-dead city, before meeting up with the Scorched Hand group of adventurers. Yep, and everybody was shady toward everybody else. We yep. super paranoid. Everyone was super paranoid towards everyone else. And then you had a little side-by-side fight against the undead. Mm-hmm. Sagira may have a new girlfriend. Ah, Sagira <laughs> doesn't do girlfriends. She doesn't uh, She doesn't do commi- commitment. Yes. A little bit of a commitment phobia. But there did. was a hot lady with a chakram. That is true. You <laughs> did meet with Idori, I believe was her name. Yeah, I think so. You then returned back to the City of the Living. You had found out, or at the very least Citra had found out, mm-hmm. that your next location is going to be the Sanctum of the Erudite Eye. Which, which is, is where <laughs> our paranoid friends want to go. <laughs> that is true. Friends is not the right word. Friends, quote unquote. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I told him I didn't think he understood the meaning of that word. Yeah, Kilroy kept saying that you're friends. He's so friends with everybody. He's friends with everyone. Peace, Probably friend, more peace. friends with one of them. That is oh. true. Anyway, you had then run into Falto, mm-hmm. the unofficial de facto leader. I'm going to go with de facto leader of the Crypt Finders, the world's most original <laughs> adventuring party name, <laughs> who had announced that they had completed their third site, being the first adventuring group to do so. And it decided they're going to celebrate and had invited you and all of, or Citra and all of her companions to come in and celebrate with them at the Whispering Stone. Mm-hmm. And Yoris is uh, up sick, sick cough, cough. so he was like, yes. nah. And Yoris may have the madness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see previous episode. And Sudi uh, was, uh, was uh, making up with his girlfriend. Making up with his girlfriend. Now that he's actually willing to put a label on it. And then we were basically <laughs> like, well, I guess we'll just go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're going to be picking up with our friends here as they get into their own misadventures. I'm going to queue up a little bit of uh, Sirenscape here. Hey, did we ever identify that Cole? Oh, You didn't, actually. Who was in charge of stuff? I was. I would have had that identified, probably. Did we sell it? No. No, we didn't sell it because you and I both wanted it. Yeah, and we haven't had a chance to sell things because... Yeah, we're going to have like a makeup party. No, we did sell things, <laughs> but I did want that coal. Yeah. Well, you know what? Since uh Cuz we're going to go out. I feel like yeah, maybe we want to we'd put like coal dress on. up a little bit. I don't have a lot of dress up clothes. Well, I was actually I was going to bring up and I'll bring this up in the opening a little bit. I imagine that Sudi of course went upstairs. Uh Onuris was escorted to a room to recover. I remember listening back to some of the previous episodes you specifically brought up. I'm going to reiterate this here that Sigura grappled and then was bled all over by some sort of demon thing. Yeah, really gross. Then yeah, grappled a adherer yeah. and then rolled around in the dirt oh, to get yeah. the tapper dirt bath. Dirt. So, and I you have not bathed since then. So I imagine the two of you would probably take a chance out shower. to bathe real Yeah, quick. let's go bathe. That seems cool. And we'll um, get ready for our yeah. night on the town. Use our makeup we found and hope that it's not cursed. Well, maybe we'll probably, <laughs> we could pay to get that identified. Yes. That's true. And then I've got to go find somebody to make me a cool amulet with a cat skull. And like, I got a bunch of stuff to do. That's true. <sighs> so if you want that identified. Yes. 
Then for regular just detect magic, assuming that you go find Yamu, you could stop by the Tooth and Hookah and he's still doing his business there. Okay. Then that would only cost you 10 gold for him to cast a detect magic on it. And then see if he could identify it that way. If he has to escalate to a identify spell, then I will pay him 10 gold. Let me, let me roll for him. Let's see what he gets. You better know something, wizard. The other half of the party doesn't even have to know about this <laughs> item, so if you use up all the fancy makeup, no one will know until they listen to this episode. It's not like Sudi or... Well, Onuros might want it. He's pretty fancy with this Whatever. gold. Go ask mommy and daddy for it. I don't think they talk. <laughs> I don't think they do either. I'm pretty sure he's been like either exiled or self-exiled. Like, it feels self-exiled because yeah. he's like... there's there. It, it seems like there's some shame there somewhere. He's serious for no reason. Too serious. So, queuing up the sirens. I like that we're like, ooh, bath, ooh, magic makeup. Also, some clothes. So, does your like temple have like a like a hot spring in there or something? Like, how does? Where's oh, a bath? I don't know if there's okay. a hot spring. Hot springs seem weird hot for the springs, middle of the desert. Yeah, probably. There's more. also a separate bathhouse in town. There so, if you want to go to a bathhouse, let's go to the bathhouse. That seems fancy. I suppose you ladies would basically watch Sarah go up. Sorry, Sudi. Citra and Sagira would watch Sudi make his way upstairs. Go, well, we're not going to get involved in that. Maybe he'll catch up with us later. Well, I assume we wait. And if it takes more than like five minutes and we don't hear any like drag I think out, I specific- like yelling. I specifically said like, look, come look at my cat. It's true. Yeah, yeah you guys did we play. We check in on the cat. With, uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to say Ezra, but it's Ezra. 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 Ezra seems to be recovering quite well. How close are you to a level up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> slightly less than 1,000 points. Okay, yeah. Oh, so we're close. Yeah. So, yeah, she's uh, almost completely recovered. Yay. And we'll be in the fight here soon. So anticipate that in the future, guys. Kidding. But after waiting for a short time, I suppose you guys would just go, well, I guess he's not coming back down. So set off into the city streets. Making your way to a bathhouse, you could easily stop by the bathhouse. It would be, if you're wanting just a bath, it's five silver pieces. If you're wanting, like, fancy oils and the pumice stones and all the rest of that stuff... That's going to run about three gold pieces. If you want, like, the deluxe where they do your fingernails and everything else, it's going to run you five. I, mean, we're just I think we could spend it. five. But, yeah, you know what? We, we don't get to you uh, treat yourselves very often. So treat yeah, yourself. Gold. Treat yourself. This is in part of the Merchantile District, so you could actually stop and get some fancier clothing if you're looking to do that. But oh. I need some clothing. Mine are all yeah, disgusting. Yeah, mine are all pretty gross. I, I imagine, I yeah. I imagine since you know you're going to an adventuring hangout and everything else, you know everyone else is there going to be wearing armor and weapons also. Oh, sure. But we just want nice yeah, explorer just, clothing. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, explorers, like a nice riding outfit. Just cleaned, and then we'll just put yeah. our armor back on. You know. Yeah. But. I mean, if you want to pick up a new explorer's outfit, it's 10 gold. I'll so. probably do another hot weather outfit, just because that's what I've already got on. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if you wanted a courtier's outfit, no. which is some fancier fancy. clothing. Yeah, no. Nope. Are we hot lady? I don't think this so. This is like like in Titanic, the rich party versus the, you know, in the hold party. Yeah. <laughs> we are the fiddling Irish yeah. hold there party. Yeah, Yeah, so you're going to go down there and there's nothing but Irish music and everyone's dancing on the table and doing the whole that's thing. Right. People yeah. arm wrestling and crap, you know. Look what I can do. I don't know. All these, uh, I've always thought of Nermathis as the equivalent to Ireland. Hmm. I think just because it's a it's a very green place and foresty, and they're very much about like their independence and all the rest of this. So it's kind of like an Ireland Scotland analog. So oh, okay. there's some Nermathian adventurers that are. <laughs> I mean, of course there are, and also out. our fire-haired, fun scald lady. Yeah, yes, she's cool. Sigrund, yeah, Sigrund. We have a good story for her. But I suppose you would make your way <laughs> heading up in that direction. You could stop by the Tooth and Hookah. Yeah. You would find Yamu sitting in a dark corner looking mysterious as he usually does, which you think is just part of his whole shtick to get more money. 
The two of you haven't spoken to him before, but he would give you both a broad smile as you begin to approach. Welcome. We have an item that we've been told you could probably identify. Perhaps I can. What is it that you need? I'm going to produce the coal. Ah, he would take it from you. This will be ten pieces of gold. I will give him ten pieces of gold. He would reach out in a uh, magician sort of way that isn't really necessarily a wizard. They would just kind of disappear as he traces his hand over the coins. Sigura rolls her eyes. Yeah, I was going to say, Sigura rolls her eyes. <laughs> he's really big about the... He's got like a crystal ball and like a genie lamp and everything set around. It's, it's a whole thing. He's got a shtick. Oh, man. Smart, though. Yeah. He would chant and tone over this. Those of you with spellcraft would be able to identify this as detect magic with relative ease. I'm just going to trust him on that. Actually, I don't know if either of you have spellcraft. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> We're not spellcasters. I feel like with my with my archetype, I probably should have Well, you it, took but... read magic. You didn't take detect magic. No, It's true. But you can like... identify scrolls really easily. Yeah. But, I mean, I just still get spellcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could put some ranks in it still. Maybe something to consider when you level up. Yeah. In like less than 1,000 experience. Points. Less than 1,000 experience. Yeah. Uh, this is the Coal of Uncanny Discernment. Hmm. Which means what exactly? Well, it functions identical to the, the usual cosmetic makeup. However, when applied to the eyes, this coal grants its wearer the ability to see twice as far in dimmer light. And also grants the individual a keener eyesight while being used. Oh, mechanically speaking, it, yeah. Mechanically speaking, it grants you low light vision and a plus two competence bonus on perception checks. Why do you already have low light vision? <laughs> if the individual is already capable of seeing in dim light, it enhances that doubly as well. Oh. So basically, low light vision will let you see four times as far. Wow, um, which is pretty great. See more of the traps. <laughs> I was thinking the party's going to be dim, but okay. The- <laughs> This coal also grants the individual protection against the visual attacks of enemies, as well as certain sight-based blinding effects and things oh. like that to properly protect one's eyes. So like How long does it last? tries to throw sand in my face. Uh, this should work. last for one hour. Huh. There seems to be enough here for probably five applications. Cool. If you were to sell it, I think you could probably get about 750 gold for it. As it would usually sell for twice that. All right. Well, thanks. I'm going to take my makeup back. Yep. He would just give you a smile and a dramatic bow. I don't know if we should use this for the party, but we are definitely This is very it. cool. I'm going to write this down. Yep. <laughs> so girl's like, hold on, my ledger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is the Coal of Uncanny Discernment. Its market value is 1,500 gold, but it sells for half of that. It's actually just a really neat item, especially because it's a... Uh, it's not an enhancement, it's a competence bonus to perception, so it would actually stack if you had lenses of the eagle or something like that. Is it a plus two to that? It's a plus two on perception checks. It's also a plus two resistance bonus, so it doesn't stack with a cloak of resistance, but on saving throws against gaze attacks, patterns, visual effects, and sight-based attacks. And doubles the distance of low-light vision and grants you low-light vision if you don't have it. That's nice. Yes, Sagira could put that on to be able to see... Uh, with the illumination of a light spell, 80 feet bright illumination, and then 160 feet dim. We have five, so we can use it. Yeah. yeah. I think I'll just use regu- regular makeup for the party. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. Don't so. want to use our good stuff. I thought it was going to be like, oh, you can tell the truth or something, like if somebody's lying. Oh, discernment. Like yeah. you can sense yeah. motive better. Yeah. Unfortunately, no. I think this is better, though. Probably. We have I mean, some fancy you, makeup. You'd be able to discern if someone had like a hidden weapon on them or something like that with the yeah. perception bonus as well as if someone was disguised. Well, how paranoid are we? We're not that paranoid. <laughs> okay. We're, we're doing Not fine. yet. 
Where are we going tomorrow? Oh, um, I'll tell you after the party. What? Well, just in case we run into somebody. Somebody who? <laughs> How good is your bluff check? I'll wait to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, well, I guess. I mean, I guess I could tell you. How good is your bluff check? I got five. Slightly better than mine. <laughs> better than mine by one. <laughs> well, let's just say that uh, where we're going is exactly where another group really wants to go. Good. That's not going to end poorly. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's going to end very poorly if I'm if I'm guessing. <laughs> but. Hopefully not. Well, for them. It can end poorly for them. Better than, than, than us. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're going to go to this party. All right. Making your way through the city streets, you'd head north. Citra, you, of course, have, are basically new to the city of Wati. You don't have a great deal of experience here. And so really the only tavern or inn or anything like that that you know here is the Tooth and Hookah. Sagir, so, you're aware of the Whispering Stone. I imagine you've probably been there a couple of times before. Although it's more of a gambling den mm-hmm. than, hey, I come here just for some food and drink or whatever it is, afternoon entertainment. As such, I don't know how much of a gambler you are. but mm, Not really. <laughs> how chaotic is your alignment? I'm very uh, chaotic. I'm not much of a gambler <laughs> because I like to keep my money. It's true. You're, you're a little bit more pragmatic. The Whispering Stone is located at the end of a dusty path in the Ast district of Wati. As you'd make your way closer, you would see that it's basically a large structure. Stone foundations and upper levels, flat roofed on top, and what looks to be, you're going to guess, judging by its design, it's probably open air. At the very least, in the central portion of it, as many places in Wati are, and Osirian in general. The stone walls that make up the structure are ancient. Whatever stone this was constructed of was either here from the original founding of Wati, or maybe the building itself was from the original founding of Wati. And it's just been retrofitted over time to make it into this inn and... Or actually, it's not an inn at all. It's just a tavern and gambling hall. As you would make your way up, you would see that there's basically a cafe area set out front where a number of the patrons that you're going to guess are locals are sitting out here and enjoying the evening air under fine lanterns with sheets providing some protection from the gusts of winds that manage to wind their way through the city streets to here. As you begin to approach closer, though, you can hear the sound of the adventuring going on. Well, the adventuring party. The adventuring. They've already started. (laughs) There's a dungeon crawl in there. There's a dungeon crawl. It's starting adventuring now. The tavern brawl. I'll set up the tavern brawl. No. Uh, (laughs) Not yet. I finally remember where that quote is from. I only gamble with my life, never my money. Hmm. Ironically, the mummy. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. The mummy. Yeah. But as you would make your way past the servers and into the front room, you would find that a majority of the bottom floor of the Whispering Stone is one massive chamber. From here, you can see what seems to be a stage set on the far side of the room, upon which are a couple of minstrels who are already beginning to play their evening music. Tables have been set up around the room, and a bar runs along the left-hand side, semicircular, with numerous people occupying the stools there. There are dozens of adventurers here. So you're gonna the guess- happening with the dogs here. Uh, I will let you make a perception roll here in a second. As you would make your way in, you could see a set of stairs that sends up off towards your right-hand side. This would probably lead to the second floor. And Sagira, you know from being here previously that that's where the gambling really takes place. The bottom floor is basically a tavern. The upper floor is really where all the games of chance go on. A kiosk would be set off towards one side. A woman would give you a nod as you make your way in. Good evening. You too. Are you here for the... Crypt finders. 
We're here for the Crib Finders. Actually, I'm here for a hot chick that owes me a drink. But the Crib Finders is like the main reason we're here, yeah. Well, I think we could help with either of those, probably. I believe the Crypt Finders have taken a table closest to the bar. Beyond that, you will find gambling upstairs as well as the private booths if you have any need for those. Okay. Well, thanks. The Whispering Stone, of course, is in the center if you wish to try your luck. What's the deal with the stone? She would just kind of smile. Glancing back, you oh, can see... kiss it. There's like kissing involved. There is kissing involved. In the center of the room is a buried statue. The statue itself seems to... You'd say probably the top portion of the statue is missing. It's basically buried up to its shoulders, and from one shoulder to the other is the better part of about 30 feet across, so the statue must be massive in size. You can only see the upper portion of the shoulders as well as the lower portion of the face as the top of the head has been sheared off, effectively just above where the... or just below where the eyes would be, providing just the bottom portion of the nose as well as the lips of the statue. You're going to guess that it probably is meant to depict some sort of pharaoh or Osirian god, although in this case it would be an Osirian god without <coughs> any of the more animalistic features that many of them possess. Uh, if you wish, you may actually make me a knowledge local. Either would be feasible. Wow, okay. Um, 24. 18. With an 18, you've only heard some stories about this place. All you know really is that there's this whole belief that if you can climb up and steal a kiss from the Whispering Stone, that it will grant you good luck and love. With the 24, you would know a little bit more that there have been numerous scholars that have come here and debated this for some time. First off, this building looks like it was built around the statue. Although, whether or not that was this as a temple or not, no one knows how far the statue goes down. Although, judging by the size of it here... The statue would have to be somewhere in the neighborhood of at least 40 feet high. If it was a sitting statue, as many of the statues of the pharaohs are, because its arms look like they're down at its side, so probably with their hands with the hands resting in its lap, it would probably be large enough to form the foundation of this structure. Wow. There are numerous beliefs as to who it is, and that's kind of a popular pastime amongst people in town that frequent this tavern, is debating whether it's... One of the most commonly held by the locals is that it's a statue of Phrasma. This is hotly debated by many of the academics, who believe that the depiction of Phrasma that's usually given elsewhere does not match this statue. It does not have the long flowing hair that Phrasma has, and it has no iconography that she's usually depicted with. Others think that it's just possibly the founder of the city of Wati. Although, I don't know if you're enough of a historian to make any guesses about the... Mm, I don't have any history. As, uh, as our listeners may have learned from the last episode, apparently splitting up the party means lots of knowledge checks don't get made. <laughs> Particularly if you're asking Sudi to make knowledge checks. <laughs> There's a lot of, God, I wish Zagira was here. Sudi knows uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm going to try to be surprised. Yes. <laughs> well, we can go kiss that statue. That looks easy enough. I mean, it seems fun. Usually people get a little drunk beforehand, but... <laughs> <laughs> that works for some gods. I don't, I don't know if I should get drunk before I try to climb it. Well, we should go check in with your lover boy. He's not my lover boy. It could be your lover boy. Is Balto cute? I think we've established he's like, okay. He's handsome in that roguish kind of way. He's like uh, Flynn from Tangled. Oh, Ryder Flynn. That's who I imagine he is. That's <laughs> <laughs> so a cartoon character. <laughs> We're all cartoon characters. He's that one. Well, I mean, to be fair, he was based off of Errol Flynn. So. Oh, fair. Yeah, but That's... Errol Flynn was like 
he was more handsome, handsome, not. I can't like roguish. Uh, I just so. I know Princess Bride, but I keep thinking Psych, and it's problematic. See, I was just thinking like <laughs> Rick O'Connell from yeah. The Mummy. <laughs> but he's he knows he, Rick O'Connell knows what he's doing. That's that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Now I don't know what he would look like. Guy from Tangled. <laughs> Looks like whatever you can imagine. Uh, so making your way in, though, there's the dining area here, which basically has large tables, large enough to accommodate many of the adventuring groups. Although some of the adventuring groups pretty much have to share tables, as the tables are large enough to accommodate about 8 to 12 people. Hmm. And so there's usually two different groups there debating back and forth. There's a lot of bragging and chest thumping. Is our halfling friend here? They are currently occupying the far end of the room. You can see that there are two tables that are actually built for small-sized individuals, unlike the medium-sized tables that are everywhere else. Mm. You can kind of pick them out because it's like, oh, look, there's like seven halflings and six dogs over there. Is the dog (laughs) that I got him still good? You can't see from here, but you could go and check in on Marin here in a minute if you wanted to. Again, the bar is set off towards the left-hand side. It looks like anticipating that this was going to be a busy night, that there are numerous bartenders working it tonight. Oh, nice. And so they're making their way, fulfilling whatever orders, and they're serving people heading every which direction, rushing upstairs as people shout for orders in what you consider to be a very un-Osirian kind of way. Uh, foreigners. <laughs> lots of foreigners. Lots of people shouting things in numerous languages that you do not understand. I understand nothing. <laughs> I can talk to the Earth. And I can talk in Osirian. <laughs> I so. Is that all you have, too? I have that in Kellish. Okay. Cool. Well, in common. Uh, in common, yeah. Oh, I don't have common. <laughs> well, you know, my parents were... <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. So, well, I guess it's not really a painting. It's a sculpture. Because I was like, could I <clears throat> roll anything on this? But Knowledge, art, history. <laughs> Do you have knowledge, history? No, but I was like, I have craft painting, but it's not a painting. If you were going to paint that face, what would you do? All right. um, I guess I'm going to go get a drink, and then we can go climb that statue. Since you're accompanying Segura? Yeah. Okay. Again, I've I've only been a Wati for a couple months. Do you gamble? (laughs) Only with my life, never with money. (laughs) But a a broad-shouldered Osirian man would stand behind the counter. Wearing a purple vest, which is open, revealing his rippled chest, as well as a pair of purple pants, which seem to match the vest, and both are trimmed in gold. Fancy. The man will give you a smile as you begin to approach the counter. Good evening. Good evening. Two of your finest beers, please. Beers? Well, I suppose we can manage that. Are you certain that you don't want to try some of our more... You are here to celebrate, no? I guess. I can start you up with beer, if you so wish. But uh, or liquor never been seeker. Well, Osirian is known for its beer. Oh, we have many libations, though. Could I perhaps suggest our sangria? It was very good. Um, we also have our pink hibiscus punch. Uh, we have some mint tea if you're looking to start soft. There's our love potion, of course. That's a personal favorite. I think I can do well on my own, thanks. I'm gonna go with. Well, when combined with a kiss from the stone lips, this love potion guarantees to increase your luck and love. He would point up towards the sign behind him, which actually does have the (laughs) Try the Whispering Stone's signature drink when combined with a kiss from the stone lips, guaranteed to increase your your luck and love. There is an asterisk next to that and a small footnote at the bottom. This says the guarantee is not valid for dine dine and dashers or or in any court of law. <laughs> I'm gonna have a beer. I'm gonna stick with a beer. Beer, very well. 
Uh, he would turn, make his way off, return back with a beer for each of you. It would be three copper pieces each. So. Okay. It is Irish. It is a little Irish in here. <laughs> Those dang bards. You know, there's there's a there's a standard sound set and there's a like an Eastern Oriental sound set wow. for a tavern, but there isn't a. Uh, serious, yeah. yeah, I'll talk to Ben Looms next time I see him. Hey Ben, what the heck? Hey Ben, if you're listening, Egyptian bar sound set. Yeah, or or you just get, desert. I was desert gonna say there's the bar scene in the Mummy. We could just like look up that music. Nah, there's foreigners <laughs> here. This is just a foreign bard. It's all the foreign bards that came here with the adventuring groups. And we're just like, what is this noise? Like, stop it. This music is very strange. It is. <sighs> but yeah, you would have your drinks glancing about, though. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Clean glasses and such. And then we drink. And then we mm-hmm. wander off. I don't know where we're going. We'll probably go say hello. <laughs> oh, fine. I guess we'll talk to your boyfriend. Just make ourselves known, and then we can go do whatever. <laughs> make ourselves known. We're here. Bye. <laughs> Turning and making your way over, you would see Valto is over at a table. Um, the rest of his group is actually sitting at the same table, as well as the better part of six others. He is the only one currently standing, as he is leaning over, regaling everyone with his most recent exports. So as he would just kind of loom over the table. If, if either of you wishes to make a sense motive, you may. I will do it. Yep. Wow, I'm on it today. I, I get a 22. Not. 11. Central, you're just like, okay, you know, it's like it's a pretty interesting story as he's carrying on. Sigur's just like, this is one, kind of blown out of proportion. Two, you can see that a lot of the other people are just kind of like nodding, waiting for him to finish <laughs> oh, the song. Poor Falto. So then, as we entered into the crypt, we slinked our way down the passageway. There were three, count them, three traps lining across the entirety of the hall. A tripwire of which I deftly disabled. Beyond that was what appeared to have been a stone block trap to drop down a block on top of our heads. And then finally, at the last moment, I noticed a pit trap set into the ground, full of spikes down at the bottom. Looking down, I could still see the skeletal remains of the previous grave robbers. And then deftly disabled it to allow even our erstwhile companion. He would gesture to the heavily armored you guess former Hell Knight? You're How's entirely positive. Feeling? He just seems to be deep in his drinks at this point and trying to ignore, <laughs> you guess, their party leader. Even allowing my erstwhile companion and all of his heavy mail to cross across it. Then, just then, we entered into the tomb itself, the main chamber, and there we found the mummy. <laughs> it shambled its way out of its tomb and let out a rattling gasp. <laughs> And then I stepped forward, and we battled. It was a valiant fight, but it stood no chance, of course, against us and all of our skill. And of course, he would glance over, noticing the two of you approach, before smiling towards Citra. The aid I'd been given by my friends here. I brandished up my buckler. He would produce his buckler, emblazoned on the front of it, painted in the sign that Citra had given him to ward himself against the mummies. (laughs) I brandished my shield and it recoiled from me, and possibly the presented holy symbol of our priestess, but it recoiled back, at which point I dove into the attack, stabbed it in the leg, and then Irene smashed through its head. Who's Irene? He would gesture to the Hell Knight. I don't know if he ever figured out that that is a total BS symbol. And then we looted it. And then we looted it. Huh. We had a sarcophagus come alive and tried to eat one of our members. It was pretty funny. <laughs> they actually, like, the mummy not inside. I don't think... Was there a dead guy in there? No, it was, it was fake. It was fake. <laughs> but he would make his way over. I'm glad that you guys could make it. Nice We're party. always up for a party. 
Good. Uh, where are the others? Uh, Onuris may be dying. We're not sure yet. Indisposed. He's uh, sick. And, oh, that's, that's terrible to hear. Yeah. So he'll be fine. But there, there are a lot of weird diseases going on. <laughs> if you fought mummies and they hit you, you may want to get checked he out might the mummy have rod. One, yeah. I don't know if you heard about the uh, the inn from the Ast District. What? No. What no apparently, one of the uh, the adventurers returned back there. Uh, was I guess particularly sick and uh, died. Came back as some sort of ghoul or ghast, and then ah. attacked some of the other people in the tavern and oh, or the inn there. And uh, they vanquished him. But uh, suffice it to say, I don't think that uh, the adventurers are getting invited back to that one. <laughs> you have to take care of these things. So I'm not very fond of actually opening sarcophagi anymore. <laughs> That was really funny. Well, please, uh, pull up a seat. Can I get you guys something to drink? Um, already had we it. Both, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> let me know when you need a refill. Okay. <laughs> he would smile, I guess gesturing all of you back to the table. Uh, you'd have a chance to meet the rest of the Crypt Finders. Irene would just kind of give you guys a gruff nod. He looks to be, he's a shockingly handsome man <laughs> with fine chiseled features, dark hair, which falls about his face. Although he has that air of someone who... You don't know if he's seen too much or done too much. Oh, buddy. It's just one of those, the years seem to weigh fairly heavily on him. And despite the fact that, uh, actually, do either of you have, it's a militant order, so I'd say knowledge and ability. No. No? Okay. So neither of you really know much pertaining towards the Hell Knights. So you don't know whether or not this is indicative of what a Hell Knight... No, but you know what? I will let a local just for rumors about the order. Um, 23. 23? Uh, 22%. Both of you would just know the rumors pertaining towards the Hell Knights as kind of arbiters of ultimate law. Oh, no. That they, you know, march around and more or less just kind of enforce the rule of Hell on the rest of the world. The idea that Hell serves as an example to people of what the world could be, the ultimate form of civilization, where law is absolute and unmerciful. This guy doesn't really seem to fit that mold. Okay. In that all of this is going around and he seems to be pretty deep in his drinks. You don't imagine judges of ultimate law would probably get hammered that often, but... I'm gonna, like, look at you and then, like, look at the Hell Knight and then go... Like, <laughs> like, like, oh my goodness! Like, like that brows kind of raised and like, like down. I'm chaotic AF. I can't talk to this guy. <laughs> he looks drunk though. It'll be okay. I'm too chaotic. I can't do it. I would not know the word chaotic, but I know that I like to break the law. I guess we'll sit and drink, and then I want to climb that statue. Yeah, <laughs> I want to climb that statue too. Not that I need luck and love, but it just seems like a good thing to do here. I got a nine acrobatics. I can probably swing myself up there. I have a four climb. I don't have a acrobatics. Isn't that great? I have a five climb. I'm gonna parkour this. That's what's <laughs> gonna happen. Freaking Etsy auditorium <laughs> over here. Thank you. We're distantly related. <laughs> but yeah, you guys can make yourselves comfortable if you so wish. Falto would be more than happy to regale you with his most recent adventures. Um, I'm gonna. I don't know how long I can listen to this guy, but. I mean, you could excuse yourself to get a drink if you so wish, or just kind of check out the place, or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like to I want to go check on uh, Marin and his dogs. Ooh, and then I have a plan. We should. We should challenge Falto to climbing that big statue. Oh my god, <laughs> we should totally do that. Uh, I say as we go talk to these halflings. <laughs> if you're coming, so we'll be back. We're gonna go say hello. Oh yes, yes, of course. I'll. Uh, I'll be right here. 
You both may make a sense motive if you so wish. Oh, I get bad this time. Um, <laughs> Probably not as bad as me. Nine. <laughs> Nine as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, you guys would make your way navigating across the room through the thick crowds. The party steadily picking up as you make your way over. Citra does a little twirl as they make their way over there. Sure, we'll dance. Well, we've drunk. How many drinks do we have to drink before we have to roll to be drunk? I don't know. I, don't uh, I mean, technically Citra's the first one. Fun. So it's a fortitude save following the first one. Okay. Go ahead, give me a fortitude save. I get a 15 on my fortitude save unless it's fear. It's not fear. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of this drink? I get a 22. 22, yeah. Wow. No, it's a poison effect. Um, <laughs> mechanically speaking, all drugs are poison effects. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're getting a nice, that. well, I mean, it's only one beer, so you're probably not even getting your starting buzz. Although I imagine the... Uh... I'm 5'2". <laughs> yeah. 110 pounds. Oh my gosh, I'm four inches taller than you? I'm very short. So it's like switched in real life. <laughs> yes, I'm 5'2 and 110 pounds. I'm like a tiny little person. Anyway, now that we've established that our heights are reversed in this game. <laughs> <laughs> but making your way through the crowds, you would eventually, I suppose, probably stopping and getting a, a refill. Sure. Uh, although Falto would have offered to buy you one while you're sitting with him. I like so. free beer. Okay, yeah. so we would have bought you guys a refill. <laughs> you would find that Marin and his... You believe he said that they were cousins are occupying both of the tables over here. The dogs would lounge around about the foot of the table, and most of them seem to be enjoying themselves as they purchase just raw meat from the back and have slapped it down on plates for the dogs below. The halflings themselves, however, seem to have cleared out. You're going to guess half of the kitchen as food is piled a good <laughs> foot high across their tables as they would eat merrily. Marin seeming to have finally shaken off the oh. the disappointment from their first excursion, and they seem to have been much more fortunate recently. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dog, Ruffles, would still sit obediently by his side. Marin! <laughs> My friends. He still has a bizarrely deep voice for halfling. <laughs> <laughs> How are the dogs working out? Good, good, they're good. Are you, uh, are you here to celebrate with Folta? I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it was an ex- it was an excuse to come. Well, we, we took it as an excuse to celebrate ourselves. Yeah. So. What are uh, you celebrating? Sit down if you want. Sure, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm small. I'm gonna sit down. Yeah. I'm not small. I mean, it, it is still like going to a kindergarten and sitting down in their chair. It's less awkward for me. I'm not a giant, <laughs> tall human. If you want, you can just pull the chair away from you and just fold your legs under you and sit down on the floor. Yeah, but okay. it might be a little more comfortable. <laughs> squat, like kimchi squat it. <laughs> just gonna sit. What are you celebrating? Well, I mean, we've been doing pretty well for ourselves so far. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any problems with our last run. That's good. So yeah. it's an old warehouse that uh, they stacked and set the bodies in, and it had a a couple of undead inside. But uh, other than that, a lot of rats. Yeah. Mm. Well, that makes sense. We saw very violent we saw rats. rats as well. Just like swarms of rats. Yes, there are lots of swarms here. That's true. <laughs> there are a lot of swarms. In this a place. swarm of cats. Yeah, cock- cockroaches. Yeah, cockroaches. No, that wasn't there. Beetles. Beetles. You, you had a swarm of scarab beetles, and then you had a swarm of undead cats. Uh, we did have yes. a swarm of undead cats. And then the cockroach cats. swarm was the first thing. So you fought three swarms so far. Not going to be your last. So, yes, we've been doing pretty well. Here, um, he would introduce going through the table. He gives you a half dozen names and a language that you're not particularly familiar with. So you're just kind of like, oh, okay, this is, this is. <laughs> yeah. uh, And then, of course, they all do the Hobbit thing where it's just like, it's like, oh, and this is Kellery. Kellery is my cousin, twice removed on my mother's side and four times removed on my father's side. Although he's actually married to his sister, who he is also distantly related to me on this other side of my family. There's a... 
pretty much 10 minute explanation of how everyone here is uh, very distantly but only tangentially blood related. Okay, cool. We're not related. Nice to meet you. We're not related. <laughs> I just met oh, her like a couple days ago. I don't don't take any offense, but most most of the tall folk kind of look the same to me. Um so yeah, we're we're planning on finishing up here. I don't know if you heard the news. Which news? Yeah, apparently, uh, I just heard this when I was leaving the temple earlier. We were getting our third location. The Temple of Phrasma is uh, helping to arrange an auction. Ah. There's been a lot of price gouging going yep. on. It that was difficult true. for us to get even a fair value for our items today. Yeah, we got a bargain real hard out there. So they're apparently setting up a uh, some sort of auction or with an auction house off of this... Uh, Sunburst Market that's okay. located in front of the temple. So we're saving on to some of our items so that the merchants aren't just undercutting us. Wise decision, I think. Mm. Yep. That's interesting. So okay. you might want to consider doing the same for yourselves if you have a third location you need to go to. We do. We'll we be do. setting out tomorrow. After that, we're going to stay here for a little bit and then probably head back south. Yeah, I'm from here, so I'm probably just going to be here. Well, we understand the battle market in Kelmarine recently opened up again in the last couple of years, so we're thinking heading there and seeing if we can't make some, some fortune there outside of Ketapesh. I usually do painting on the side whenever I'm... or restoring. Hmm. Well, there's plenty to restore. I, I know, that's dogs. why my parents have been doing so well here. Training dogs, that makes sense. Well, <laughs> painting sounds like it's probably a, a lucrative business. You'd be surprised. I probably would. <laughs> um, I guess we're going to finish our drinks up and... Let's go challenge Falto to climbing the statue. I think this is a fantastic idea. He can put his money where his mouth is. He says he's so great at everything. But as you guys would get up, making your way back across the room, you would notice that three figures have entered. Sagira would, of course, notice I- Idori immediately. Ah, she owes me a drink. She does, in fact, owe you a drink, as she said that she would be willing to buy you a drink. Accompanying her would be both Azaz and Kelru. Okay. okay you don't so no see fun. any sign of Velriana with them. Okay. That's fine. Yes, make sure they don't know where we're going tomorrow. I'm not going to invite trouble. <laughs> Azaz and Kelru would make their way over towards the bar. Adori would just kind of glance around the room, noticing noticing Sitra and Sagira. She would give a nod to Sagira before making her way over. She seems to have cleaned up at the very least, although not changed out of her like armor and weapons. Everyone here is oh, yeah. armed to the teeth. Of course. I mean, so, it's adventurous. To the point Sitra that... gives you a little nudge, like... <laughs> <laughs> but to the point that any of the locals kind of come in, take a look at all the weapons, they're like, nope, <laughs> and walk back out again. That's funny. Probably to go and complain tomorrow to the temple again. How because dare these they? adventurers. This is my drinking night. <laughs> One night a week. Come here after work, drink away all of my sorrows and money. Yeah. Oh. You but made it. I see that you made it too. Mm-hmm. We're just about to go challenge this idiot. I point to Falto. He's to climbing the statue. Bad. He's kind of an idiot. Well, he's kind of an idiot, but he's <laughs> nice. I haven't really dealt with many of the people here. Yeah. Um, he likes her, which is the only reason we've met him. Hmm. We did shark. convince him that he needs to put a special symbol on his shield to ward oh. off mummies that he still seems to believe. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to challenge him to climbing the statue. Mostly because I don't think he can. It's just going to be funny. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe I'll find a nice vantage point to see that from. And if you're interested in catching that drink, let me know. As soon as I best this man at climbing a statue, I will. 
She would give you a smile, <laughs> sashaying her way off before making her way to the bar. I'm going to finish my drink, and then we're going to go. Chug, chug, chug. Challenge. Balto. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me another fortitude save for... Uh, Oh, not one. Oh, shoot. Uh, Six. Eight. Six, eight. <laughs> I'm going to be a little yeah. drunk, maybe. You guys... I am... No, that's my wisdom. I can't even use that as a... As a yeah, you guys are feeling a little bit... Was he? A little bit. <laughs> so, effectively, what, what this amounts to is you have the, uh, the sickened condition, although not without the sickened part of it. You're just not as coordinated. So, minus two to attack rolls, saving throws, skill checks, ability checks. You're just... <laughs> Okay, but I need to... I'm going to check with sense You guys are really lightweights after... Well, again... I'm tiny. The alcoholic content for this is probably much higher also than what True. modern drinkers would be used to. I would like to sense motive upon Falto to see how drunk, drunk he is, yeah. Uh, he's definitely getting there. All right, cool. That's fine. Uh, he would be in the process of regaling another two people with the same story that he was telling before. Okay. <laughs> I think we're going to save these people. Uh, so Segura's going to walk up and go, Hey, Falto... Ah, friends, welcome back. How's Marin? He's good. He's good. good. What do you think? What do you think about a little uh, friendly competition to climb that statue? Why would I climb a statue? If you kiss it, you have luck and love. Like, like it's a magical statue? Supposedly. That's what they say. There's a sign. I pointed the sign. Uh, yeah, my, my host Sirion here really is. A oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, wait, how am I talking to you? He's, he's speaking to you, oh, okay. Siriani, but he's—it's one of those like I'm not—I can speak it pretty speak well, but I'm not great at the reading. Yeah, that's—I'm going to tell like the whole like—that's the whole point of this bar. Like, you climb up there, you kiss the statue, and it gives you luck and love, and especially if you follow it with this special drink, apparently. But uh, yeah, it's like a local superstition thing. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. You're saying I should climb up the statue and kiss it. Well, I mean, we're going to do it, too. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We can make a thing of that. Sure. Let me ask the others if uh, if anyone else might be interested sure. in joining us. Go for it. That sounds um, He would make his way back, um, seemingly asking the Hell Knight, who would just kind of look at him over his drink before turning back to his drink. He'd just kind of, like, pat him on the shoulder, like, okay, buddy, and then make his way off. <laughs> I love this Hell Knight so much. <laughs> I want to be his friend, but it makes zero sense. He's just sitting there like, what am I doing with my life? (laughs) (laughs) That would be Onuris if he were here. (laughs) He's the Onuris. He's the Onuris of their group. Uh, Staring at the rest of the group going, what the crap is this? But I suppose Falto would make his way over. The three of you could make your way up towards the counter. The same bartender from before would give you a smile as he would make his way up. What can I help you with? We're going to climb this statue. Oh. Well... (laughs) How many fingers am I holding up? Three. Three. Well, technically five still, but three Some of them up. are bent. Sure. <laughs> so three Tets love potions coming up. Lol. Okay. Oh, we're doing the love potions? Ah, too? whatever. I guess we are. Well, you, you drink the love potion. That's half of the you magic. You gotta do it. You, you gotta drink, drink the love potion. potion first. The love potion is a gold piece each. Okay, fine. So it's, it's the pricey option here, but people do this for love. I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing this for fun, but it's fine. Love is good, I guess. He would make his way over before beginning to mix the drink in front of you. So first we have a little bit of cranberry, a little bit of grapefruit juice, some pomegranate extract in here, a little bit of juniper gin. Uh, By a little bit, he means more than a little bit. We're going to be so drunk. (laughs) And then he would pull forth a small vial that he's carrying on himself before putting three drops in each. A little bit of our... Secret ingredient. Is it magical? No one knows. 
Okay, you detect magic? No. Yes. There is no magical writing on this file. <laughs> well, and there you go. All right. Cheers. I'm going to drink it. Yeah. Very well. You would both down your drinks. Go ahead and make me a fortitude save. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, minus two, so ten. Yes. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Very well. <laughs> Sagir's really starting to feel ah! this. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good fortitude like, save uh, too, so are I don't. You know. Okay, I might only have three. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, reading over that ingredient list is like that. Actually, sounds pretty good. Oh, a little wait, bit of pomegranate. I, I did my juice. math wrong. I did my Great reflex fruit? save. It was a twenty, not a twenty-four. Oh, twenty. Remember fortitude. <laughs> <save. laughs> That's what we're doing here. <laughs> Make a reflex save to save versus this drink to get out of the way of it. <laughs> Rachel's drunk in real life. <laughs> it's too early for that. Shakira's have, she's becoming a woo girl. <laughs> but I suppose then you'd make your way back over towards the statue, glancing up towards it and trying to figure out your, your angle of approach here. Yep. And I figure Citrus off to the side doing like little side stretches <laughs> limber, and like rubbing limber her hands up. like twisting around. Okay, so so how are we going to approach this? Balto would just kind of reach down like unbelting his sword and setting it off to the side so he doesn't get in his way. Are you sure you uh, want to just leave your sword unattended? Uh, it's, it's fine. Everyone here seems to be nice. You are way too thrusting. <laughs> it's, it's right there. Oh, okay. Here, keep an eye on it. I'm going for it. Okay. But okay, we can do that. He would just kind of stretch, kind of awkwardly come around from one side, awkwardly backtrack and come back around to the other <laughs> side. This yeah. is urban, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> does he make it? Does he make it? Or does he? He would kind of, you know, first try to scramble up the front and then slide back down. It is seemingly like smooth, polished. He would then just kind of like it's like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna approach it from the side. Then you kind of come at it from the you know the other side. You try a running jump at it. He would get high enough that he can actually kind of grab onto the chin, but then can't get any leverage with his feet to pull himself up to the lips. Oh, that's it. He would contemplatively glance up towards the balcony on the second floor, as if maybe another direction. One of the servers making her way by would just mutter to him, don't think about it, and then keeps walking by. <laughs> huh. Okay. Uh, whew. Uh, if one of you guys wants to try, um, I'll take a quick breather. I'm going to try. I'm really he drunk. Sigh, kind of waving someone over and probably not helping himself by grabbing another beer and just kind of <laughs> drinking it, looking up at it. it More alcohol is my fall. solution. All right. How do we do this? So your options are, you can attempt a climb check, just a straight <coughs> climb check to try to scale up the side of this. Okay. It will be a very difficult climb check. Okay. You can attempt an acrobatics check. It will be a very difficult acrobatics check. You can try to combine an acrobatics check followed by a climb check to grab onto it and pull yourself up. Okay. Or anything else clever that you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> what is available? Yeah, like, can I use area? rope? Glancing around, well, I mean, you don't know if they'd be okay with you slinging a grappling hook <laughs> up onto it. Yeah. I'm just going to try. I mean, feasibly, you could bring a chair over and try doing a chair, which would bring down the number of feet that you need to jump up. Although at that point, you also aren't going to be getting a running start. I'm going to try an acrobatics followed by a climb. Okay. So you're going to make a running start at it. You're going to need to make your acrobatics check. You can get a 20-foot running start as everyone's kind of cleared out and, you know, cheer it on from the side. Oh, God. 
I essentially get a zero acrobatics because I'm minus two right now. Uh, so I have a 12. That's what I roll. 12? <laughs> so you would rush and just kind of like, <laughs> eh, like leap up at it. Go ahead and make me a climb check. Okay. I'm better at climbing. Um, a 16? 16. You would pretty much like leap up, hit the chest of the statue, and then just kind of <laughs> slide down with that slow windshield. Before I suppose just kind of stumbling back. Citro, do you have a an idea how you want to go at this? I'm gonna. I was gonna try and pole vault it honestly because I have a tent, but oh, um, I don't know how that would work. If you take one of the well, the the poles for your tent aren't particularly long. Oh, okay. If you tied them all together, I think you could make an improvised ten foot pole that would give you a plus two bonus on your acrobatics check. I don't know if you brought your backpack and all of your gear and everything Probably else not. with you here that. also. <laughs> I was just trying to get creative. You said get creative. Yeah. Um, then I don't have anything. I'm going to try the acrobatics. Oh, wait. Check. I did have... I don't know if Favorite Terrain actually does anything for that. <laughs> Carrying on for round two. Citra. Um, well, I got it? a uh, 21. You're just trying to leap straight up onto it? Or are you trying to acrobatics then climb? Uh, I guess acrobatics and climb. Very well. So you come running at it. You leap... You will need to make a climb check as you basically leap high up in the air, reach out for it. Five. Five. You manage, much as Falto did, like you managed to get up high enough that you can actually grab the chin and then start pulling yourself up. There's just nothing to grab onto as you kind of like tumble back. I have pit in my hand. Sagira, you have another. Okay, I gotta. I need to see if favorite train gives me any sort of bonuses. Okay. Any more of that adhere stuff on you? Just ah, up. dang! That would have been amazing. No. Uh, plus two initiative checks, knowledge, geography, perception, stealth, and survival. Uh, okay, so no. Okay, I guess I'm not gonna track this statue. <laughs> All right, here we <laughs> I've go. I already found it. I'm gonna try again, same from a different angle, but the same run climb thing. Very well. So you're gonna you're just like I'm gonna approach it from the back and then climb around to the front. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get that one on my acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and make your climb check. <laughs> I'm gonna get a nat twenty on my on my climb check check for a twenty two. Very well. Uh, so you just kind of run at it. You leap. You get close. Like you manage to like jump up. You're on its shoulder. You're trying to climb up. You manage to like pull yourself up and around. And then you're just trying to, like, you're standing on its shoulder trying to, like, Spider-Man yourself around to the front of this face <laughs> before you finally just lose your grip and then fall down to the floor below. Go uh, ahead and make me an acrobatics. Dang you, nat ones and nat twenties. Nat, uh, uh. <laughs> I get a nat one. Okay, well, you take two points of non-lethal damage and just land full on your butt. <laughs> Rub it tenderly as you get up towards your feet. And then I cackle. <laughs> Falto would make his way up. Citra, I have a plan. Uh-oh. I'm not sure I like this. <laughs> Get up on my shoulders. Is that allowed? I don't know. I'm just cackling on the ground. I don't know what's allowed <laughs> and what's not allowed. They didn't say it wasn't allowed. Yeah, just, just jump up on my shoulders, and then I'll carry you over to it. Is that even tall enough? You still need to, like, climb, but at the very least to be boosting you at that point. Effectively, it's going to forego the acrobatics check. Let me try one more time without it, just to see if I can. Okay. And if it doesn't okay. work, then we'll do it. Okay? All right, let's give it a shot. We'll be three, three kids in a coat. What's in a rogue kit? <laughs> Pittens, rope, chalk. Oh, chalk. I want to rub chalk on my Oh, hands. smart. Okay. Like I'll, I will give you a plus one, ac- or a plus one uh, Dang, for a circumstance smart. bonus. Oh, maybe. Uh, no, 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 no. 
Is this for your acrobatics run up at it? Yeah, 22. 22? You would leap dramatically through the air. Go ahead and make me your climb check. God dang it! (laughs) Six. Six? You just, you can't get a purchase. You pretty much leap high enough at this point, grab onto the side of her face, and just can't get any purchase. If I could have just rolled higher than a friggin' two. (laughs) I've rolled like three not ones. Don't talk to me. You want to try Falto's plan? Sure. All right. So, you know, I suppose you just kind of like hop up on his shoulder. He would, most of you quite drunk at this point, <laughs> stagger your way over. <laughs> this is dangerous. Don't try this at home, people. This is dangerous in real life. Don't drink first before staggering his way over towards it. I'm going to have to make an acrobatics check to balance for him. Oh, great. He okay. Me. You're kind of swaying back and forth, but he manages to get you over closer to the statue. You then will need to make a climb check. <laughs> the one I can't make. He is aiding another with a plus two bonus. Uh, okay, so... 18. Is that with the plus two? Sir, or aid another? I think so. Well, because we have a plus yeah. two and a minus two happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I have a plus one for the chalk. Oh, yeah, chalk. But he would boost you up. You would just kind of, like, waver and get up there before finally grabbing onto her nose and leaning forward and kissing the statue. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now how do I get down? <laughs> just fall. He would just kind of, like just kind of hoist you up before dropping you down and catching you and setting you down on the ground. There we go. Set your cheers. One down. <laughs> you want to try it? I need another drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have another drink while they're doing all of this, yes. so go ahead and make me another fortitude save. I get, get a 12. Very well. You're really starting to feel this. Sagira is surprisingly lightweight. <laughs> I'm very small. I'm very... Ooh. If you sit on his shoulders and I climbed up both of you, I could probably reach. You want to try it? I think yes. we're drunk enough. I think yes. <laughs> how, how much do the two of you weigh combined, just out of curiosity? I weigh 110 pounds. I weigh 125. Plus my gear. So, I don't know. I'm going to say about Plus 300 probably at that I point have, then. Yeah, I have a chain shirt that's 25 <laughs> pounds. And uh, like, Make Sigur, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. Citra, if you if you think this is a good idea, you can too. Oh but. gosh, I rolled badly. We're <laughs> twelve. You get a twenty. Twenty. Yeah. So Sigur's just like, I have this plan, and Falto's like, I don't really know. And then Citra's like, Come on, it'll work just fine. He's like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the bottom of this totem pole of death. <laughs> I could hold you up, maybe. I'm pretty strong. <laughs> All I right. was thinking it was just going to be me. Like, I was just going to hoist you up. Oh, that's fine. I don't know. I'm just you over here being drunk. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. Falto's um, going to make a check to balance. He succeeds. A human Citra, ladder. you need to make a check to balance. What do I roll? It's acrobatics. 19. Very well. I think it would be a minus three because you're probably encumbered the moment that Sagira starts climbing on you, <laughs> but that would still give you a 16. So so then we need Sagira to make us an acrobatic check to balance. Uh, wow, okay, that was a good roll. An no eight, pulling hair. <laughs> an 18. All right, so you'd manage to climb her up on her, just kind of riding her like a backpack at this point as you guys make your way forward. <laughs> And uh, yeah, with those three checks, I will, I will let you automatically pass. You can lean it. over and get your kiss from the statue. I did it. And then I fall off. No, I don't know. Uh, you can make an acrobatics check to, to drop to the floor. Okay. I get a 10. 10? You would manage to land on the floor without hurting yourself. <laughs> and I figure I'm still on Falto's shoulders. <laughs> oh, Falto, but I can probably There'd be a cheer you. from the crowd. Yeah. 
everyone out in the crowd. All right, Falto. I think huh? I can pick you up. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Pretty strong. Let's do this. Okay. Oh, boy. So you'll need to make an acrobatics check to balance. I'm not very balancey. That's the difference. But I get a 15. 15? Very well. Falto have managed to climb up on your shoulders. This is so weird. Lean his way up as people <laughs> would be cheering from the side. Uh, and finally snag his kiss from the statue. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> it turned into less of a let's make a falto and more of a let's just be drunk and kiss <laughs> Before tumbling off of your shoulders and slamming down onto the ground. <laughs> I laugh. I cannot laugh. Oh, are you okay? <coughs> Here, yeah, have a drink. Good. <laughs> he would smile taking it. And a uh, sword. He would, you know, just kind of, uh, go ahead and both of you give me a sense motive. I rolled really bad. Since you got a 17. I got a 5. <laughs> I have a minus but, 2. <laughs> you know, Sagiri, you would help him up to his feet, and he would just kind of clap you on the oh, shoulder 15. for the thanks and everything. It's like, oh, that, was, that, was, that was excellent. That was a lot of fun. Citra, you can tell that he seemed to have had a whole lot of fun with that. Uh, he does keep glancing back towards you. Oh, he loves you. <laughs> he's, he's looking for... This is supposed to be a good luck potion. Sagira laughs and goes, will I gotta go get a drink and she'll now. lean in and she'll give him a quick peck and everything will be like, thanks for the help. Oh, anytime, <laughs> my lady. He would bow deeply to you in that very foreign manner. Very strange. You know, we should probably we should probably get something in our stomachs before we drink much more. I agree with this. It's I agree. So, the halflings uh, apparently already cleared out half the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> well, I will see what we can find if you want to find us a table. I'm also going to go to... Uh, <laughs> totally drunk. I'm going to go to find... Uh, Adori? Adori, yeah. Very well. So suppose, Sakura, you would make your way upstairs. Oh, she's upstairs. Gambling. There's a, a fair amount of gambling going on. She doesn't actually seem to be gambling right now, so much as just leaning over the guardrail, watching the entertainment. Ridiculous. As now that you guys have inspired people, there are tons of other people marching yeah. up, and the halflings have formed like a halfling and dog <laughs> tower to try to reach the statue. Okay, that's pretty amazing. Making <laughs> a little like triangle pyramid or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's pretty good. Were we anywhere near actually getting that on our rolls? What's that? What were the rules to actually yeah. get that statue? Well, it's it's a DC it's a DC twenty five climb check or DC twenty five acrobatics check to just oh. leap up there or climb, or a DC twenty acrobatics followed by a DC twenty climb. No, oh, yeah, that wasn't happening. Um, I did I did get a nat twenty on my climb check. I got but the my acrobatics. Nat one on my acrobatics. Yeah, you guys just couldn't manage both at the same time. Was the problem is one of <laughs> you was climbing really, really well, one was acrobaticsing really well. Only we were one <laughs> character. <But> our <laughs> powers combined. <laughs> Once again, see last episode and Sudi sitting there. It's like, it's like, okay, Sudi, make a survival check to track. Aw. Okay, <laughs> make a knowledge local check. Aw. <laughs> You're from this. Make a knowledge history check. Aw. <laughs> I don't know who has history. Uh, I think it's on yours. Oh, yeah, I think it is. But he was crazy. So. Uh, fair. Okay, so. <laughs> but she would give you a smile. Well, that seemed impressive. I think it would have been more impressive if I weren't drunk. Well, then it wouldn't be as much fun. That's also true. She would smile, drinking some of her own beer and leaning up against the railing. This is my first time here. Oh, yeah? Well, to Wati in general, but here also. Oh, okay. Where are you from? Well, originally, Sothis. Well, welcome to the town. There's lots of undead. And a statue you can kiss. <laughs> what about you? Where are you from? From here. Um, I've actually never left here. So, yeah. I don't spend a lot of time in this establishment. Hmm. So what do you usually frequent? Um, 
I live at the Temple of Bass or Bastet, but uh, I don't know. Are what uh, out of character? Are there any? Um, I don't know. Dens of iniquity that. I mean, I'm sure there are a couple like <coughs> hole in the wall bars scattered about the town that are more or less drug dens. More than <laughs> well, I don't want to be in a drug den, but like, but yeah. So I'm going to name some sort of hole in the wall like local bar place. Hmm. Is it better than this? Uh, it's less crowded than this. Smaller, less than foreigners. Well, trust me, I've been to much worse places than this. Yeah, this is fine. So, are you a gambler? No, not really. I just like the view from up here. It's not as crowded, not as many people watching. I'm not very... I'm not big on the spotlight. I couldn't tell. <laughs> so, do you guys have your third site? Or are y'all done? No, we've we've got a third place that we have to go and check out. That's true. Some it sort of like... uh, shipwrights place or something like that. I don't know. I didn't get it. Um, the The rogue got it. I'll find out tomorrow. But I guess these guys are done? Yeah, it looks like they've finished. Hmm. They must have had some easy options. Ours were a little bit rougher. I mean, who knows if Falta is even telling the truth about any of his stuff. True. She would make her way over, I suppose, finding one of the private booths to settle down in. So what do you do when you're not out delving through tombs and killing undead? Well, delving through tombs and killing undead. Um, <laughs> Mostly procuring items and selling them. So, a specialist. I have a lot of good connections. Cat burglar? Not really cat burglar. I don't like to break into people's houses when they're living there. Hmm. She would shrug in a way that obviously cat burglary doesn't bother her. Yeah, well. <laughs> We're all chaotic here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, how about you? You just uh, adventure? I think. I'm branching out on my own. This is kind of the, the newest direction I've taken things. I've tried a couple of different routes, but uh, my experience and training has somewhat limited my options to uh, the more violent ones. Yeah, part of it is it would be very boring to be like a cleric of Abadar who counts gold pieces and tallies <laughs> them all day long. Yeah, I didn't ever see that kind of life for myself. It wasn't ever really presented. My father would have preferred I be a musician, but I don't have any talent. Hmm. So my father wanted me to be an undertaker, and I had a talent, but that's very dull. Are they local? Oh yeah, they're around. I don't talk to them anymore, but they're around. Hmm. Any reason? Just oh, he's like an unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I can understand that. My mother, not my father. My father's pretty great, if not for the the overbearing side of it. It's a little hard to explain to someone where it's like, well, Dad, you know, I'm 23. I feel like I should be out on my own. He's like, well, when I was 23, I was only a quarter of the way through all of my elven training. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't leave the house until I was 150. Yeah, elves are strange that way. I can't imagine being 100 and not being young. No, he's a good guy. Though. And when I told him that I wanted to do the mercenary work, he was very supportive. Oh, that's good. But your mother not so much? She, uh, she's not in the picture. Mm. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Well, my father's a fairly renowned uh, traveling musician. Mm. And let's just say that uh, women tend to find him irresistible. Ah, okay. And so I'm probably not the only half-elf wandering around here. Uh, but he took care of me. 
better than some people get, yeah. And from what I understand, my mother with her station couldn't, uh, let's just say that side of the family believes I died at birth. Okay. Well. But hey, it worked out well for me. Here I am. I'm probably making more money today than they'll make in the next five years. It's true. And all I had to do was stab some sort of ghost dog. <laughs> I mean, that's exciting. As a side note, scabbing ghost dogs doesn't work very well. Yeah, ghosts... I know quite a bit about undead, apparently. Um, yeah, <laughs> apparently. ghosts are very hard to kill with, uh, you know, mundane means. We have Kelry with us, so... Mm. She would nod down towards the priest who's down at the bar right now, carrying on in what seems to be an almost overly grandiose manner with some of the locals. He seems friendly, but is he friendly? Is that an act? He's all right. He puts on one face and has a separate. No, everybody does that. I, uh, you make me a diplomacy check. You know what, I'll give you a plus four bonus. Yeah, I roll real good. I'm drunk, though. Um. Well, she's also drunk, so the DC's all over. 22. 22? This is the first time I've worked with uh, followers of Nethys. And there's a little bit of a, a pitying look every time that they bring up, every time I pull out a torch instead of casting a spell, or oh. pull out a rope instead of casting a spell. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they do seem to like their magic. Azaz is alright, though. Really? He, he, feels, he feels he has a lot to prove. Mm. He's a spellcaster, but he's not nearly as powerful as Velryana. He's just kind of... It's Velryana. Velryana hired me, and let's face it, spellcasters aren't much without someone to hide behind. Yeah. Kelru's a priest, and more than capable of it, and Azaz, well, he's Kelru's boyfriend, mm. and that's why he's here. Ah. So they were just kind of a package deal, and I don't <coughs> think Velryana respects him much. Mm. I do respect uh, Kelru's love for his partner, though. You may make a sense motive if you want. I will sense it. I kind of will sense it. Uh, ten. For the ten? Yeah. How about you? Um... You and your friends seem close. I know Sudi from way back. Um... The cat, right? Mm-hmm, the cat. Um, I guess he knew the priest on yours. On yours doesn't seem to like me too much. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. He seems okay. a little stuck up. He's a little... Yeah, suck up's the right word. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's also kind of a stick in the mud. But um, Citra seems nice. She's she's maybe friends of Onurisis from somewhere. I don't really know uh, the situation with that. Um, but yeah, they seem like pretty stand up people. Hmm. They're not here. Uh, Onurus is uh, back at the temple. He's probably picked up something. It's weird though, because priests, right? Yeah. Um, and Sudi's uh, got a girlfriend, so that's where he's at. Oh, well, lucky guy. Yeah. If he didn't mess it up, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's not nice to uh, to be wanted. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> talk and drink more drinks. Very well. So the two of you would carry on. Falter would make his way over um, and settle down next to Citro. Uh, he's basically just grabbed, he's basically just grabbed, hey, giant thing of bread, freshly made, and a whole bunch of oil, oil, and everything to, olive oil, and herbs, and everything to dip that in, and lots of olives. He basically just raided the, the appetizer list. <laughs> All the appetizers. You know, like, every restaurant you go to has that, it's like, here's our list of appetizer, or there's the, take one of everything from the appetizer list. Yeah. He got the sampler plate. Ah. So, <laughs> oh, here we go. 
Food. So that was quite the challenge. <laughs> he would set another beer down for you, although I think you're only about halfway through your last one. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Of course. And uh, and for your advice. Really, like I, I I don't know much pertaining towards towards magic, but I I think your rune did protect me. So uh, thank you. I think it was just luck. That rune doesn't mean anything. You know, I. It does in his heart. I believe firmly in luck and the power of luck. So, I, I don't know what kind of heroes you people have here in the South. What do you mean exactly, heroes? Well, I'm, you know, I'm from the city at the center of the world. I'm from Absalom. And, uh, do you know much about Caden Kaling? He was, he was just kind of a regular guy. He, he was kind of like me. He, he went out, he, he had trouble, and he had a couple drinks afterwards, and, and hung around with his friends, and had all sorts of misadventures, and... He got into a drunken bet and uh, it ended up becoming a god, you know. You can get drunk and become a god. Well, I mean, he took the test of the Starstone. Um, what? There's a. In the center of the city, there's a stone, a stone that fell from heaven like 10,000 years ago. And uh, it was raised up. The entire island was by the, uh, the god, Arden. And he put the Starstone, which gave him his godhood, in a temple in the city center of the city and then anyone who can go through the temple which has apparently tests that no one knows what they are and touch the stone can become a god and you know Iomide the the inheritor she went through and she took the test and uh, uh, Norgaber the god of secrets he apparently slipped in there and took the test also and and Kate did but even Caden himself was so blackout drunk that he doesn't remember how he took the test or succeeded. <laughs> you know, and... not sure that's a very responsible god. No, well, not necessarily responsible. I like to think that he pole vaulted over the gap. Uh, kind of like you were talking about with getting yeah. up to the statue. Like, pole vaulted over the gap and then just stumbled his way through. And he was such a, such a great swordsman that any traps put in front of him. And he was... You know, I always imagined doing something like that. Not that exactly. I mean, I don't think I'm, I'm going to take some tests to become a god or whatever, but... Uh... Gives you something to aspire to. Well, yeah. And and people say that it was just dumb luck. And I don't know if it was for him. I think it was fate. I think everyone has a role to play. And I know, you know, the, the priests tell us that the prophecy and fate, they don't work anymore. But I came down here. I just happened to talk to you at a at a bar, I just walked up because you were, well, um, and <laughs> you taught me this rune, and I, I may have exaggerated in our first get together uh, about the more of a zombie than a mummy. Uh, I wasn't exaggerating about this this last one. Even our priest said that it was it was a legitimate legitimate mummy, and it came out and it saw the symbol. You know, and maybe it was everyone else there. Maybe they drew the attention away from me, but I'd, I'd taken some hits, and uh, I still, you know, he would roll up his sleeve, showing the vicious gash from that. It's still not healing particularly well. Make sure he but... doesn't have mommy rot. <laughs> you should probably really go to a healer. Well, I, I, our priest has tried. We're, we're queued up to uh, to go to the Temple of Phrasma tomorrow. They've, they've exhausted most of their magic already today. They said something about um, mummy's claws have curses, and you, yes, my, uh, you should really go like 
as soon as possible. Well, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. dangerous. I, I know. I, I will. No, yeah. I, I don't think you understand exactly how dangerous. People die from this. I've known people who have died from this. You've known people who have fought mummies. <laughs> I know people who have gone into places that they shouldn't have and died from it. I'm sorry. You lay a hand on yours. No, I'll, I'll make sure to take care of myself. But I, I did want to thank you. And again, I, I don't know if the symbol has power or not, but I, I believe in it. And that's real, really all um, priests are and holy symbols are. They're just something people believe in. Well, I think there's usually godly magic behind it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, who's to say that, you know, Phrasma didn't look down and saw that I was trying my best? Very true. Very true. So, yeah, I'm just... I wanted to say thank you. You know, I was... I was scared going into this. My my father disappeared in the deserts here, you know, and I I didn't want to be another story of someone who came down here and just went into the desert and never came back. I'm still searching the desert for what I lost, so... Can I help? <laughs> Not unless you are very knowledgeable when it comes to curses. Um... But being honest with you, I'm not pretty knowledgeable about much of anything. But <laughs> that's part of the reason I came here to Wati. Other than there is a lot going on in my my home city, and my family decided to relocate and start anew. And uh, uh, I started working at the library to learn more about what had happened to my brother. <laughs> Was he the the one you lost? He was. He and I uh, used to go into old tombs. And our family was not in a very good spot. We, um, we were very well off um, when I was very young. I don't remember it, but uh, then we uh, fell into hard times. My brother found a way to bring money in, and I didn't really understand. But uh, we used to go into tombs and, and raid them, kind of like we're doing now, only not sanctioned by Farazma, obviously. <laughs> and... Um, and during one of our excursions, he uh, got sick, and he never got better. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, if I see something, they're they're going to be doing a uh, an auction. Uh, I heard from uh, Marin. Yeah, I mean, maybe there'll be something there that you could find, uh, something that could help you. Perhaps. Uh, I mean, we we got a lot of stuff in our last thing, and. Uh, we're, we're going to be there, so it'll be a good chance to see you again. Yeah, well, we still have one more uh, location for us to delve into. So. Oh. Uh, do you want to borrow my shield? <laughs> it's got the symbol on it. Uh, unfortunately, it wouldn't help with my fighting style. Uh, yeah. Do, yeah. I'm, I'm fast. I'm not that coordinated. So. <laughs> I'm dexterous. Oh. Flexible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sigura <laughs> looks down and goes, oh! <laughs> no. I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Maybe instead of trying to build up all of your um, highlights, maybe just focus on what you actually did. I mean, you survived three. From what I understand, there are some that never came back out. It's true. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe this is a chance for me to turn over a, a new leaf. Go. 
you know, go back home and start anew. Or stay here forever. <laughs> if this isn't I mean, Mulan. Not- <laughs> <laughs> you stay forever. <laughs> but, no, I'll be here for a time yet, though. And if there's anything I can do to help you. I'll keep them in mind. Yeah. I don't know my group very well just yet. I mean, I know Aniris, he's... <laughs> He's not very talkative, despite all my attempts over the months we worked together, but, uh, um, Sagira's, she reminds me a lot of the people I knew back in my previous city, and Sudi is almost like a little cousin. I just kind of want to bug him, just because it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like, it sounds like you have a good group, and I mean, I haven't really gotten close, close with my people, but they're... They're good people. They watch my back, and you know they're professional. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully you'll find what you need, and you can head back home and back to your family and well, you know, anyone special here. you might have. No. Oh. Well, okay. Or date first, east. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine the evening would pass. Falto would continue his. Uh, really, it's just like date night for you guys. So Falto <laughs> would continue his uh, his flirtations. Adori would much the same, although she's a little bit more straightforward with hers. Yeah. <laughs> And then we go home. Drunk. Probably Drunk singing the and street. singing through the streets. <laughs> Drunk singing through the streets. I felt it would, of course, offer to escort you guys home. We're fine. I'll show you my couch. <laughs> uh, I suppose as you make your way down from the uh, the upper floor of the Whispering Stone, meeting up with Citra, who would... Are you going to take Falto up on the escort, or are you good? No, maybe next time. Okay. I don't know of that well yet. Okay. <laughs> If you want um, a lady, why well, you have a lady? Just kidding. <laughs> Sagira laughs and like walks off. But Adori would accompany you back down, just give you kind of a smile. This was fun. Yes, we should do this again. We should. She would dig around in a pocket before producing a scrap of paper, scribbling it down, and handling it over to you. Yeah. And this is where I'll be staying for the next couple of days until we finish things up in town. All right. Let me know if you want another drink. All right. Good luck with your third sight. Good luck. You too. She would give you a smile, I suppose, <laughs> sauntering off to go and find her other, uh, her two companions. Yes. Here we go. This may or may not end very well for you if she finds out. She seems professional. <laughs> it's all just business. She doesn't really like her group, does she? Some of them. The, uh, the gays are nice. <laughs> The, the friend guy? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But you would walk through the quiet city streets. This turned real creepy real fast. <laughs> We're At singing. This... We're singing merrily. <laughs> oh, Take no. Take one down, pass it around, 99 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> yes, that is ye old Osiriani bar song. <laughs> yes. It's been handed down since the age of the pharaohs. <laughs> Much like the beers. No person has ever completed this song. Uh, (laughs) Making your way through the city streets, though. You would navigate making your way back fairly easy. By this point, it's getting later on in the evening. Approaching the morning. Although both of you aren't spellcasters, you don't necessarily have to have the eight hours. And you're not entirely positive on yours is going to be good to go first thing in the morning. That's true. Judging on how how rough of a time he had. Mm -hmm. You would eventually, though... Are we still drunk? How long are with we the, for? With the fortitude save, Citra is sobered up by this point. Um, I'm so is still is still pretty toasty. I'm small and drunk. You're small and drunk. But I know where I'm going. You do know where you're going, so you can navigate the city streets pretty 
pretty easily, and you've got Citra to keep an eye out, and she does have the highest perception of the party. I agree with that. So there Except is for traps that. sometimes. <laughs> Arriving back, you would almost make your way completely to the Temple of Bast. Seeing it standing there, the window still alight, the lanterns hanging outside, still a light showing that, you know, business is still open. Uh, the temple never really closes. <laughs> Before you, you would both see a figure step out from nearby. Oh. He had been standing in the shadow of the building and would make his way out. The figure is tall, close to about six foot three, four, bedecked in black robes with his hood pulled low, almost as if he just doesn't, not necessarily doesn't want to be seen, but more doesn't want to be recognized. Hmm. The man would step his way out from the shadows, beginning to approach the two of you as you make your way forward. He doesn't immediately look to be armed, although you can't see what is underneath his thick cloak. Citra subtly, like, moves her hand toward the hilt of her kukri. I think I subtly do this, but it's not very subtle. (laughs) (laughs) I drunkenly reach for my weapon and fall over. (laughs) We are two women in an alley. It is true. The man would stop a couple of paces away, maybe a good ten feet or so, as the wind would whip down the alleyway. He would hold up a hand. Honestly, all you can see beneath the hood is a large, somewhat hooked nose and a thick, although well-trimmed beard, mm. which would point out from underneath the hood. You're difficult to find. Who's looking? Didn't realize we were hiding. The man would reach up his hands, pulling his hood back and staring out at you. Citra, you have absolutely uh, no I idea. I this guy. This is a problem. Sagira would recognize her father. You see, Citra can see no, like, resemblance between the two of them, but the man would watch you. My hand drops away from my weapon. I've been looking for some time. Why? Can we speak privately? He would eye suspiciously towards Citra. She's a bit drunk right now. That's probably not a good idea. I mean, whatever you have to say, you can say in front of her. Who is she to you? She is my adventuring companion. Our friend. And friend. You're grave robbing now. It's sanctioned. sanctioned. Your mother is dead. What? She was murdered three days ago. Why? Who killed her? Uh, What? She was working late at the house of rebirth. A man broke in. The guards say that he was drug-addled. He seemed to have run out of the whatever mummy dust it is that they snort and broke into the temple trying to find corpses to grind up and make his own, I suppose. Your mother had stayed late, teaching a course on the proper rites of embalming, and the guard tells me it was the wrong place at the wrong time. It's not that easy to break into that place, especially if you're a drug-addled, random guy. I can't be certain. They have the man. He's confessed to the crime. I thought you should know. Well, thanks for that. We are cleaning the body now and preparing her to be purified and interred with our family. I was not always kind to her or to you. (laughs) Yeah. But I thought in this instance we could set aside these matters. Your brothers are coming in and they'll be joining us. When? 
We'll be having a viewing in two days. And then the process will begin. I will handle it personally. Okay. You are... I will be going through your mother's things. And when the time comes, if you wish to collect some to take to remember her. Secret nods. She had some things that she had been collecting for you. Okay. He would seem to struggle at this point. About your father. She knew? She, well, of course she knew. I will leave you to your evening. Okay. Nice seeing you. He would turn, take a few steps. You kind of glance back. The two of you may make a perception check. <laughs> uh, four? <laughs> 23. You're, you're pretty drunk. I'm <coughs> pretty drink, drunk, so. drunk for this. He would just seem to walk off. You would hear him mutter, just please be safe. Before continuing his way. He would seem to walk out of the alleyway as fast as he can, although still at a walk as opposed to a run. Mm. You're not entirely positive if it's just the emotional weight of this or what. Was that your uncle or something? Mm -mm. Where would they have taken a prisoner in the town? I assume I would know. Yeah, he would have been taken to the, uh, the precinct of left eyes. I'm going to go to the precinct now, and I'm going to start walking that direction. But you could reach the precinct with a uh, little if, with little effort. The precinct is a retrofitted fortress. It's a large structure dedicated to the Wati Town Guard. As you begin to approach the building, it of course is well defended, and guards would stand both on the upper or the upper levels of it, as well as two guards standing down on street level on the one gate that leads into it. It's actually surprisingly not that far from the Tooth and Hookah. <laughs> you pretty much have to pass it on your way every day when you're coming back to the Temple of Bass. The structure, like many of the structures in the city, is made of quarried granite and seems to be well defended and well taken care of. Two guardsmen would stand outside, each carrying a spear and wearing leather armor. I guess I'm going to walk up to the door? Or try to. Approaching the gate, one of the men would nod towards you as you begin to approach. Welcome, citizen. How may we be of service? I'd like to speak with the man that killed Sehosepnan, because she was my mother. And I need to see her killer. I see. We will not be taking prisoners out, not at night, to speak with individuals. We can arrange a time, if you wish. Okay. Please, accompany me. Okay. You be led inside of the, uh, the precinct. Citra as well, if she wishes to accompany. <laughs> I'm so drunk. Like, well, it's it's the it's the mental image of this woman goes. It's like I want to see the man who killed my father while like covered in weapons and armor and drunk. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, no, we're not going to let you talk to this man. Let me do it. Where's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Making your way in though. Either of you maybe had come up anyway. No, no, it's it's early morning. <laughs> oh, okay. It's 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 basically like one or two in the morning at this okay. point. But making your way in though, you'd be led through the courtyard. Uh, you'd be taken in where you could basically set up time. There are a number of pillocks set up out in the courtyard. The precinct. Uh, either of you who have knowledge history or knowledge local may roll either of those. 
local. Uh, 27 local. 15, because I'm drunk. With a 15, you just, you know that the precinct of left eyes is where the city's town guard stays. Mm -hmm. The town guard take care of the city of the living. The Church of Phrasma, more specifically the Voices of the Spire, take care of the City of the Dead. Yeah. Citra, you do know some pertaining towards this, at the very least the name, and you probably just kind of looked into it a little bit when you got here, just asking questions for like local rumors and a bit of local history and stuff. The Precinct of Left Eye gets its name basically from long ago when the common law throughout most of Osirian, particularly in Wati also, there are only two punishments to any crime. The removal of the right eye or death. You're going to guess that the precinct of the left eyes is just kind of leftover name from that more barbaric time. Now they have pillocks. So there's an improvement there. But this is also, of course, still Osirian, where there's a giant pillar in the uh, market square that's covered with hands. Because oh, lopping off hands is still considered a viable punishment in the city. But you would speak with a very patient, <laughs> very <laughs> understanding <laughs> guardsman who would basically just kind of take down your information tell you that they're still investigating said murder and they would allow you a chance to speak with this person, although it's probably going to need to be at the very least another day or two. They don't think that you could come back, you know, in the morning and speak to them, but they could arrange for you to speak to them tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. They would give their condolences and give you some coffee and leave with my coffee cup. <laughs> just leave with your coffee cup. You're all right. I don't know. I haven't seen her in a long time. It's still your mother, though. I think I'm too drunk for this. I think we should get you back to the temple and let you sleep. Yes. I drink my coffee and I, like, <laughs> shuffle toward the temple. Drink your coffee out of your little solo cup and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. They're very advanced here. <laughs> I just stole the cup and he just let me. <laughs> To be fair, no one's really stopping you with how many weapons are you carrying? Actually, I think you're only carrying two. Oh, no, you have a bow also. I have a Kopesha Kukri and a bow. Yeah, you guys walk in they're like, oh god, adventurers. Oh god, they're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's only me at this point. Yep. Go to my temple house. You walk back out and they're marching like two of like Marin's halfling cousins in there for like drunk and disorderly conduct and attacking yeah. someone with a dog. <laughs> oh. Like, sleep it off, halflings. Were those the ones that were married to each other? <laughs> <laughs> that might be why they're here. <laughs> Maybe. Yep. All right. Uh, kissing cousins. Anyway, you had managed to navigate your way back, uh, eventually returning back to the Temple of Bast. I suppose Citra, they would kind of just find you a place that you can sleep here because like, all the rooms are either occupied or business rooms or things like that. So you can... I'm going to ask if Sudi's awake available. They would tell you that Sudi's returned, but he's already gone to sleep, as apparently he had a busy night as well. Because yeah. I'm debating whether I should wake him up and tell him. Yeah. I'm just going to go to my couch and lay down and sleep. I'll at least, like, let the, like, I don't know, who's the lady that runs it? The matron? Oh, Sabra? Sabra. Sabra. I'll probably, like, tell her, just so that they're prepared for a non-drunk Segura in the morning. But she would thank you, um, would pretty much arrange for a pallet to be set up on the floor in Segura's room. I have a couch. Yeah. It's actually a waiting room. Yeah, you have a waiting room with a couch, so you get a pallet in the waiting room with a couch. That's good. <laughs> and I suppose the two of you would bed down now with a new direction, some suspicion perhaps, pertaining mm. towards uh, Crazy. Segura's mother's death. Having made some new friends and uh, getting ready tomorrow to wake up 
hope that Onuris isn't still that crazy. Uh, <laughs> and maybe check in on Falto to make sure he's not mummified. Yeah, yeah check in on Falto to make sure he's not mummified, and then go and, uh, and raid the sanctum of the Overnight High. So I suppose all of you would bet, or the two of you would bet down, and we'll pick it up here next week, back with the full crew for the Find the Path Adventure Path. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys had fun with antics and kissing statues and all the rest of that good stuff. <laughs> Goodness.